the other side of midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everybody. This is the other side of midnight. What a weekend. Super Bowl, Shatner, and balloons. Or something else. We're going to get into it all for the next four hours, but there was one story I at least wanted to mention before we got into uh, all the other stories that we're going to be talking about. Mayor Eric Adams on Friday let workers who were fired for refusing to get the COVID vaccine, who now, by the way, will be able to come back to work. He's letting them reapply for their jobs, but with no back pay, no guarantee of jobs or even their previous seniority or specific job assignments. This is not right. And unions representing these fired workers quickly responded, see you in court, Mr. Mayor, and they're vowing to sue for those conditions to be met. So we're talking about 1,780 workers who were fired for refusing to get vaccinated. The city didn't release figures Friday on how many have reapplied for jobs on the first day they could. Look, The courts have said that these vax mandates were unconstitutional. So rather than double down on a bad policy, why can't we all move on? Why can't we all learn the lessons of what happened previously? These people are going to be allowed to return back to work. There's no vaccine mandate anymore. And people are going to be able to make their own decisions about their health care while they go work for the city. Why would you doubly penalize them this way by denying them not only back pay, but their seniority and they don't even have a guarantee of a job? I mean, it's not right. The mayor ought to do the right thing here. A little common sense at the very least. Promise them their seniority back. Promise them their job back. Okay, I recognize the cost in back pay is a slippery slope. I get it. At the very least, they deserve their seniority. Come on, Mr. Mayor. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everybody. If you haven't already done so, please be sure to join the 77 WABC VIP Club by downloading the app or going to wabcradio.com slash VIP. And you're really going to want to enter now because this week's prize is a personalized and autographed copy of WABC owner-operator John Katzmatidi's new book, How Far Do You Want to Go? Lessons from a Common Sense Billionaire. You know, I have not pre-ordered this book yet, and I probably should. I'm going to do so today because I'm pretty good friends with John, and I obviously worked for him. So I've been sort of playing the employee roulette, wondering if I can get a free copy of this book. So far, a free copy of this book has not manifested itself for me. So I'm probably going to break down and buy one. But if you want a free copy, join the 77 WABC VIP club. Join the WABC family every week. We are giving away prizes to our WABC VIP members. Prizes include live event experiences, celebrity meet and greets, signed memorabilia, concert tickets, a whole lot more. And this week, you can win a personalized and autographed copy of John Katzmatidi's new book. You can sign up for the club by downloading the app 
or by going to wabcradio.com slash VIP. You'll also receive a special members-only newsletter and be automatically entered for a chance to win each week's 77 WABC VIP prize. So become a WABC VIP like me, and unlike me, hopefully you can get a free copy of the book. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Well, I certainly had a great weekend this weekend, but New York City certainly did not. This was a particularly violent weekend here in New York City. More than a dozen people were shot across all boroughs. And in spite of the gun violence, shootings are actually down double digits from this time last year. But if you look at the numbers and if you look at the impact that these shootings are having on people, people don't feel any safer than they were a year ago. Two of the weekend shootings alone took place on 125th Street in Harlem, including one fatal inside a smoke shop, Level Up Exotics. That was on Saturday night. Police have identified the victim as 42-year-old Alfred Johnson. The NYPD says that Johnson was shot in the torso and the neck just after 10 p.m. after some kind of argument. Early Sunday morning, police say a woman was shot in the chest near a BP gas station also on 125th Street in Harlem. They don't have the person's name yet. Police don't believe that the two incidents were connected. But it wasn't just Harlem. There were more than a dozen people shot throughout the city, including on Staten Island, where police say a 20-year-old was shot Saturday. Among the shooting victims, police said at least three of them had died. Friday afternoon, we saw a 24-year-old who was also killed after he was shot in the chest in a quadruple shooting in the Bronx on Friday afternoon. I think it was Harry Truman who used to say, or maybe it was someone else, that there were, that there's lies, damn lies, and statistics. The statistics could say that shootings are down, and I'm sure they are. But until New Yorkers feel safe again, and maybe the media coverage plays a role, maybe social media plays a role, maybe I'm at fault for talking about all the shootings that took place this weekend, but we're not going to have three or four people killed in gun violence over the weekend and at least not talk about it. Until people feel safer, then irrespective of what the statistics say, New York City is not really going to be back to the place that it needs to be. In addition to getting the numbers moving in the right direction, we have to get people feeling confident and safe walking the streets again. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. You know that one of my favorite guests on this program has been Lenore Skenazy, and she is sort of the face of the free-range parenting movement. She's got a great organization called LetGrow.org, and my son is only 14 months old, but as he matures, we're hoping to not be helicopter, not be helicopter parents and give him a fair amount of independence. There was one article on LetGrow.org, and it took place in our backyard that I wanted to highlight, and it had to do with a gentleman by the name of Keith Kaplan. Keith Kaplan served as a township councilman in Teaneck, New Jersey, for four and a half years. Just before his term ended last month, he sponsored a reasonable childhood independence bill in his town of 40,000 people. 
And he was inspired to do this because he watched his friend hauled off to jail after letting his child, who was seven years old, walk around the block by themselves. Seven-year-old walked around the block and his friend got hauled off to jail. So this now uh, makes Teaneck, New Jersey, this initiative passed. This makes Teaneck, New Jersey, a let-grow nation, a let-grow town where children are allowed, even encouraged, to be out and about on their own. And their freedom will not be considered neglect unless a parent is putting them in obvious, serious, and likely danger. It's a shame that we need local legislators to pass laws like this, but when we see people getting arrested for letting their 7-year-old walk around by themselves, we do. I say Keith Hap. I think Keith Kaplan was, I think Keith Kaplan did the people of Teaneck a great service. I would love to see him come back to public service someday. And I hope other cities, and I know we have a lot of local legislators listening to me right now. I hope other cities follow the example of Teaneck, New Jersey, and give their children a little bit of freedom and a little bit of independence. Or at least give the parents in those communities the ability to make those choices. Beam me up. To be continued.